Mobile Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet, the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ. They are all lower. Final hour of trading on a Tuesday. We have got the tenure up 10.30 seconds. The yield there, 2.15%, and it is official. Oil now in a bear market, down 2.2% today. West Texas Intermediate Crude, down now 97 cents a barrel, 43.23 on WTI gold. Down a dollar 60 the ounce to 12.45. That's a drop of one tenth of one percent. So U.S. stocks retreating from records as crude oil slid to a 10-month low on concern the global supply glut will persist. The dollar rose as Fed officials continue to reiterate a moderately hawkish stance on monetary policy. And a Bloomberg exclusive, Bloomberg Television and Radio spoke this morning with U.S. Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin, who talked about a number of topics, including tax reform. I think we've been pretty consistent in saying we're working every week very closely with the House and the Senate to have a joint plan when we come out. And the idea is to get us all on the same page so when we release the combined plan, it's going to get passed. And it's going to get passed by the House and the Senate, and the President will sign it. And it's our focus to get that done this year. It's critical to the economy. And we're working every day to get that done. Chipotle Mexican grill shares falling the most in six months as higher advertising and cybersecurity costs seen eating into the chain's margins sparked a more pessimistic outlook from analysts. Shares are down now by 6.6%. Again, recapping U.S. equities lower, S&P down 10 to 24.42, down four-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. All right, Charlie, thank you so much. WTI crude closing in a bear market down 21% from its February peak. You are listening to Bloomberg. Dave Wilson, our stock editor, joins us right now with his chart of the day, bringing some uh, understanding to this confusing market. Dave, what do you got? Well, if you're talking about the high life, well, one place that you could find it in the stock market is with what you'd call momentum stocks, you know, the shares of the companies that have tended to rise at a relatively fast pace over time. And it's a group that took quite the hit in the second half of last year and has really come back in a big way. Uh, and Ari Wald, who's the head of technical analysis over at Oppenheimer, kind of looked at this index historically. I focused in on the period since 2013 when the index was actually being calculated on a daily basis. There are historical numbers going all the way back to 1974. But if you just look at the last four years or so, you know, you see that there has been a tendency for uh, the ratio between uh, the momentum index and the S&P 500 to move up. But it's really been, you know, period of up and down along the way. And what we've seen in the last six months is really sort of an up move. In fact, this ratio uh, set a record. Uh, just this month. And, you know, it goes to show you that what goes around comes around. And Wall has kind of an interesting uh, take on it. He figures that one of the reasons that momentum's doing well, at least with this MSCI index, is the idea of adding to winning stocks. So you just don't buy shares and put them away. You, you buy shares, and if they're doing well, you buy more. 
you know, because that creates the potential for further gains. And so he figures, at least in part, that's what's happening with this comparison and why it is that you're seeing a record in the index. Uh, like I say, the ratio uh, up uh, 10% from an 18-month low that was set in December. If you want to know more, folks, send me an email. I'll get you the chart, the explanation that goes with it. And everything I do going forward, the email address is dwilson at bloomberg.net. That's D. Wilson at Bloomberg.net. Dave, is this a don't fight the tape kind of thing? It, it definitely is because let's face it, you know, when you think about momentum as an approach to investing, it's really sort of based on the assumption that stocks that have done well are going to continue to do well in the future. Now, we know that's not always the case, so you do have the potential for reversals. That said, look at where we've been the last eight-plus years. This market has had a tendency to move up over time, and certainly that helps explain why the stocks in this momentum category as have done as well as they have. All right, time to talk a little bit more about uh, what's going on in the world of economic news. We want to roll that into the discussion with uh, Dave Wilson. Yelena Shuleteva is our senior U.S. economist with Bloomberg Intelligence, our in-house group of analysts. She's rubbing. She's got a furrowed brow, and she's rubbing it away. What's going on? <laughs> Are you stressed? <laughs> no, not really. That This week is uh, light on data, but uh, we are trying to um, get some signals from uh, the Fed speakers, from uh, different, um, you know, uh, officials from the administration in terms of what happens to the tax reform and uh, the economy going forward. So uh, from what we hear, they're uh, getting very serious on the tax reform, but the questions obviously remain whether they will be able to achieve it. It's not a question. The calendar is working against Exactly. Them. It's not a question of, uh, you know, whether they want to do it. It's a question when, whether they will be able to, and it's getting really tight in terms of timing. So uh, we recently at BI Economics downgraded our forecast just because, you know, the priorities have uh, shifted since uh, the election, and uh, we no longer see uh, Trumponomics really boosting economic growth next year. So 2018, we downgraded our forecast by the full, um, by half a percentage point to uh, 2.7% in 2018. Uh, and uh, we would like to stress that we still expect uh, growth to accelerate from expected 2.3% this year. But it's just because the labor market is doing so good and it's... Uh, the reason that we think uh, uh, economic growth will pick up, not uh, Trumponomics. Can we talk about the health care bill for a minute? Uh, I want to quote uh, John McCain was asked today about the, whether he's seen the Senate health care bill that is, is, is used to say we're kind of hurtling, trying to beat a July 4th deadline. Um, uh, he was asked if he'd seen the bill, and he said, no, nor have I met any American that has seen the bill. I'm sure the Russians have been able to hack in and gotten most of it, he said. I don't know if that's accurate, but uh, um, it is sort of, you know, the, the discussion of this is one-sixth of the American economy uh, with a bill that's uh, uh, really still a mystery even to leaders in the Senate. Um, I wonder what kind of risk uh, mistakes that that bill or getting it wrong could pose to the economy. Well, it's, it's one of the most difficult uh, things to assess how – you know, the uh, health care bill is going to affect the economy. It's, it's so many unknowns, I cannot even, like, start uh, speculating on this. It's, 
we know like the the pillars of uh, Trumponomics really were the tax reform, right, infrastructure spending, and uh, we are not uh, seeing any progress on that front. So th- these are much easier to assess, and we kind of know what uh, what kind of a, an economic impact uh, they will provide. And to be fair, none of them. <laughs> Just pick one, and, and it's not an easy initiative. Uh, but but I do hear from market watchers and, you know, folks who are keeping an eye on the economy that, you know, if you start to see progress, real progress on at least one of them, it will give investors hope, economists Confidence hope. Confidence in yeah. terms of, uh, again, sentiment among uh, businesses and consumers, for sure. So we, we, we saw some fading of such confidence already in some of uh, business and small business indexes and build this confidence uh, slid a little bit uh, since uh, it peaked after the election. So if, you know, if they uh, keep on uh, postponing things, uh, confidence will continue to slide. So, uh, but... Confidence doesn't seem to be bothering the uh, equity markets, Dave Wilson. No, it sure doesn't. And there are a lot of things that aren't bothering it. Absolutely. And I'm just struck. You know, I was looking at our most read stories on the terminal in the Mm -hmm. past hour. Mm -hmm. And the one that jumps out, it's uh, going back to last night when uh, Chicago Fed President Charles Evans uh, had a a chat with reporters and raised the possibility that inflation Mm -hmm. is down in part because of Amazon. And that, you know, them coming in and buying Whole Foods means we may get more of the same. So it's just fascinating to see the effect that one company can have on the American economy. And if anything, the Internet has made us all, you know, you find something you like and you go on the web and you find the best price. Absolutely. I know I do it. I know I do it. Dave Wilson, Stocks Editor at Bloomberg News. Yelena Shaletova maybe does it. She's our senior U.S. economist at Bloomberg Intelligence. You've got to check on your top business news stories in just a moment. I'm Bloomberg. Let's the latest in business and world news headlines uh, from Andrew Mitchell. in our 99.1 studios in Washington, D.C. Corey and Carol, it is Election Day in Georgia. Democrats have spent a record $50 million on John Ossoff's campaign versus Republican Karen Handel in a Republican district near Atlanta. Bloomberg Chief Washington Correspondent Kevin Cirilli says Democrats are hoping to get momentum going into the midterms by taking a seat away from the GOP. Newt Gingrich used to hold this seat. This is the Republican seat that has been Republican for decades. So should Democrats win this, the Democrats are going to use this as essentially a belt. They're going to try to use this as momentum for midterm. Polls heading into Election Day showed the race a statistical tie. Democrats on Capitol Hill are shaking off a sleepless night as they staged a marathon of speeches on health care. They and some Republicans say GOP lawmakers should not be crafting legislation to replace Obamacare in secret. They are about to bring a bill that reorders one-fifth of the American economy, jacks up rates on everybody, takes insurance potentially for millions to the Senate floor um, without more than maybe a day or two of viewing by the American public. Democratic Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is hoping for a vote on health care by the end of this week. The Treasury Department has imposed sanctions on more Russian companies and individuals and separatists in eastern Ukraine as the Ukrainian president visits the White House. It says the U.S. is committed to a diplomatic resolution to the crisis in Ukraine. More than 10,000 people have been killed since Russia annexed Crimea three years ago. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Adrian Mitchell. 